This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their four hundred one k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour, it's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel. Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Ashley, guess what I'm doing this weekend? 
Hi, Ben. Um, Hi. What are you doing this weekend? Well, first off, welcome to another episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. I was just so excited to tell Ashley that I am flying to Los Angeles for a day to play golf with Wells Adams as we get prepared for the Invited Celebrity Classic in Dallas because we're going to play in LA to get prepped for our tournament in three weeks. You know how excited I am about this. I'm ready. Why don't you guys just become professional golfers? You'd be like the official golfers of Bachelor Nation. It'd be a good idea. If anybody's listening and wants to watch us play golf, you can watch us on NBC uh, ah, for this tournament in cool. Dallas. Yeah, it's going to be a big deal. I think in LA, we're going to be playing with like the Jonas Brothers. Oh, really? Yeah, because Wells plays golf with them sometimes. But wait, isn't that this weekend? Yeah. You couldn't possibly be seeing the Jonas Brothers this weekend because I am seeing them on Saturday. Doesn't mean they're not there on Friday. Friday? They are not there on Friday because they have a whole week of shows. They're going gosh, through each of their albums. I'm sorry, on Broadway this week, starting tonight. Oh my gosh, that sounds like an I awesome know. deal. So when yeah, you get tickets to a Broadway Jonas Brothers show, everybody That's out there is going, tell me more. How can I get tickets? What's going on here? I think they sold out super duper fast. It was like almost like a Taylor Swift situation. You know, yeah. it's a Broadway theater. So depending on the theater, it's anywhere from like four... I want to say like a thousand to like two thousand ticket uh, seats, and you know what I do? I texted our producer Amy Sugarman. I said, "Do we have a little hookup here?" And she goes, "I got you covered." Whoa! whoa <laughs> I know. Shout out to Amy. I know. I spent entire eight weeks in New York, and then I saw that Jonas was, of course, starting their series of of um, shows the night the, the day that I was supposed to leave, and I was like, you know what? Of all these days, although I will miss the nostalgia. The day that I want to go the most is going to be the night that they play the new album for the first time. So that's what I'm going on Saturday night. Plus, um, I'm sorry, I'm not to like trying to like, you know, overshadow your golf weekend with no, Wells. You are though, but it's but, fine. <laughs> but but not only do I go back to New York on Saturday, thank goodness for my mom and Jared for staying home and taking care of Dawson. Like we've I've been all over the place. Tomorrow, Jared and I are flying to Tampa. Because we have another opportunity to meet um, Tom Brady. We're going to this autograph event that we've that have been planned since October. But we didn't know until about an hour before recording this podcast, got an email saying you will have a personal 60-second one-on-one meeting with Tom. He's so going to start thinking to you're a stalker. It. No, it's a second meeting. I said, Jared, how is it possible that you've idolized this man for, so it's been uh, like over 20 years, and now, and now you're going to meet him twice in six weeks. Goodness, what are the odds of that? Would you fl- would you fly across country to uh, meet me? To meet you, Ben? Don't even like joke about this because you know that if I wasn't part of Bachelor Nation, that yes, I would. Oh, like sweet. you know this. If, if I wasn't part on this side of Bachelor Nation, of the cast yeah. side, not like the fandom side, because yeah. I would have gone to all these events and done the, my whole fangirl thing with all of y'all. Yeah. yeah I feel like the show kind of ruined your fangirl stage. You kind of got like numb to it a little bit. It comes it's out probably every now and good, again. Ben. Yeah, probably do I need good. more fandoms to get behind? No, I think you're good. But I, <laughs> I mean, I do think it matured you into a level now where you're like looking at these people equal. I mean, honestly, Tom Brady's lucky to meet you. Oh, uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Jared's yes. like, do you think that maybe he saw our reel and that maybe he'll recognize us? Maybe not from the moment, but maybe like just from like the content. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> as you're walking away, he's like, oh, that's the people I've heard about. Them. That girl put the Disney song behind me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. Well, that's going to be a great weekend. Uh, I can't Thank wait you. to hear more about this Jones Brothers concert. It's a perk of uh, working for iHeart. Uh, I, I mean, I guess yeah. there you can thank Amy and iHeart probably because I'm sure. Oh, that's an iHeart thing for sure. Thank you, Amy. Around. Thank you, so, iHeart. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing all right. Well, Ashley, it's another week in uh, in the show. Obviously, it's hometown it week. We have a lot of opinions uh, about hometowns. It's uh, a lot of opinions about where the relationships are going. So let's just dive into it, okay? Let's do it. I'm excited. I I got that week off last week, and now I'm ready to talk batch again. Yeah. Well, I want to start um, with the thing I really have the most opinions about. Here is my intro into this. I feel bad for Zach. Uh, I'm starting to understand Zach more, especially after this week. Uh, I don't change my opinion on Zach. Again, I think he's a great dude. I think he's there for the right reasons. I think he's a good bachelor. I just think at times like he has uh, confused me on his response to uh, the women and their concerns. That's okay. If that's the only thing I got on this dude... That's a lot better than most seasons. Um, I feel bad for Zach, though, because they are making him look so awkward at times, like so weird at times, and it's not his fault. The shower scene at the beginning of this episode. For some reason, I missed this shower scene. Somebody sent me the TikTok, but I've seen the shower scene very similar before. So, but it's not like you know, it's not a Chris Souls shower scene where they like no, they like pan down. That's not. It's not a shower scene that you watch. You go, that dude looks good. Now he looks good, right? He's in good shape. He's a good looking guy. His shirt's off. He obviously is very fit. All those things. But they like show the piece, and it's a long shower. I'm assuming. I'm, ass- I'm assuming <laughs> this is a long piece of video. They're sh- they're showing the piece that he's like scrubbing his armpits. Yeah. I mean, good for him. Hygiene's important. He doesn't smell bad. I'm sure he's he. You know, I'm I'm proud of him. Again, I'm, this is not a criticism towards Zach. I'm wondering why they choose the scene where they're like close up on his nipple, pan out to him scrubbing his armpit. I don't know. Zach's the kind of guy I'd rather watch him put on like aftershave or something, you know? You know what? To be honest. Great bod. Great bod. But like not a Chris Souls bod. Just just show a more like sexy part of the shower. I mean, I don't even know if there's suds in this. Well, remember how I made fun of him, them for showing like him washing his legs earlier in the season? I got a little shit for that. I don't wash my legs very often. I mean, I like <laughs> I like put soap where I can reach. I'm not bending down like scr- you know, scrubbing my calf. So good You're for him. You're one of him. those people because like I'm one of those people too. I guess I kind of wash my feet every time, but it's not like I take like a lot of effort. No, it's a little a little wipe wipe. Yeah, a little wipe wipe. But I mean, so good for him for being very clean. But it is it, it does him a big injustice. I think I I don't know when they put that in there. I can't imagine. Anybody that watched it was like, oh, America's going to just be like swooning over how clean his armpit is. Anyways, we can move on from this. I just had a lot of opinions on it, (laughs) mostly in protection of Zach. Okay, okay, okay. Got it. Because you're basically saying like, come on, guys. There's very few bachelors, Nick, Ben, that we can like really think. I mean, Nick, Ben, Ben, I'm sorry. It's all right. I don't know why I threw you in there. I I knew you didn't mean it. I'm sorry. I I didn't mean it. I was going to correct you. 
Oh yeah, I meant Chris. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about my like my trifecta of friends, you know. It was like yeah. Chris, Ben, and, and Nick. Um, yeah, and only and only there. two two out of the three look good in a shower scene. I get it, Ashley. But, you can just say it. But now, particularly Ben, it would be weird if I wanted if I like was watching you in the shower. Now that'd be like real weird. But like back God. then, I would have been down. You know, I I think I texted you just the other day. Sometimes you post like videos. I'm scrolling through, and you're like promoting a bra and i'm like yeah it, it feels like now i'm i like all of a sudden have scrolled upon weird. my sister like you know in a bra and it's just like <laughs> yeah. it just he's is look, you know, it's a little weird he's like brave of you ashley he looks like i couldn't do this and I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is brave thank you ben thank you but i'm sorry for the weirdness anyway moving on it is gabby's hometown and she's in vermont and i do like the daytime portion of the date where they're basically uh, sampling syrups. They're sexually and, innuendoing a tree. That's oh, they what they're are, doing. Yeah, they're, they're doing that too. There was that too. Well, you explain that first. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I, I mean. They're sampling syrups, which is great. And I think it's a very cute date, but they're like, there's a whole like scene where they're just sexually in, innuendoing a tree. Like they're like, <laughs> they're saying it's sticky and warm and, and their it's fingers not are getting it's, stuck in places. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's what, <laughs> that's what I got out of it. Maybe, maybe I'm just in a weird mood this week, but when I watched no. it, I was like, I mean, it's funny, you know, once or twice, like her first time when she said, I don't think she meant it. And that's when those are really funny because they just, you know, it's like, yeah, that's what they said jokes. But then, yeah, it just kept going, which then makes it weird. Like, there's a point where it makes it weird. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. Um, well, Zach would be the guy, right? That picks of all the syrups, the fake one, the one that's basically like high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. Which, Gabby, as a Vermont person, resident, is super offended. Should be, right? I think I think probably, yeah. Um, but that's great. And I think they should have definitely added the part that's in the credits mm -hmm. at the end of the episode in here. So yeah. when Zach was on this podcast, he told me that he, an interesting fact about him was that he liked to put mustard on pancakes. That was his topping of choice, not confection or sugar, not chocolate chips or syrup or bananas or anything like that. He likes mustard, which actually kind of makes sense to me. It does. It seems like something you might find at like a Jewish deli. It's like a carb, like something, a thick carb with mustard. It makes sense. It's not absolutely outrageous. Do I think I would ever pick it over uh, syrup? Absolutely not. But the weird thing that we find out about is that Gabby has never had one mustard and two ranch dressing so at this point in her life where i think she's like what she's 25 26 it seems like a choice that she's been intentionally making yeah that's what i thought she kind of acted like she just hasn't had it like it just hasn't yeah. happened in her life and, and yeah right and yeah. my uh, question is you've like you've had the opportunity and <laughs> there has to be a backstory here that we didn't get i agree that the credit should have been in the the main show because I think it makes yeah. sense for why this conversation existed in the first place. She's never had mustard, which I love mustard. Never had ranch dressing. Like she has a thing against condiments is what I'm taking from this. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I would love to learn more, but ranch dressing, like ranch dressing makes so many things better. Yeah. Like, oh, yes, we love to dip our chicken nuggets and our french fries in ranch, right? But just to simply not have at any point in your life, like a Cobb salad with ranch, weirdness. Yeah. 
I, well, I would what agree. I want to see Weirder tomorrow on Women Tell All, or oh, she's not on Women Tell All because she's in the top three. But what I want to see in the finale episode is her have this for the first time. That's what I want to happen in the fantasy suites. Could you imagine if they showed us more of these bonding moments, these fun, these genuinely fun, funny moments mm. about like favorite foods and yeah. weird things you haven't tried or normal things you haven't tried? would be such a more interesting show at times. I'm going to sit here but, tonight. I need to think about who I would be if I've never had mustard or ranch dressing. I bet I'd be a different human. <laughs> I would probably be a better human. She's probably a pretty good person. Are you the person? Do you like like putting pizza in ranch? Like, are you a ranch on everything guy? Not on everything, but there's certain things that I love ranch on, and there's certain types of, of ranches that I like, and there's certain types of ranches I don't like, but ranch dressing and I get along really well, and we've Same. had a great relationship over the years. But, I mean... I just wonder. It's it would be a different life for me. Well, Ashley, <laughs> a different college experience, particularly, right? I feel like in college you really put ranch on everything. Yeah, late night ranch. So yeah, that's a that's what helped kept me healthy. Um, <laughs> the um, the daytime suite. I will say, after the daytime portion of this date, uh, she was the first hometown. I thought, unless a date goes really poorly, she's going home. Uh, I thought out of the final four, really? I she to me felt like they, the connection was fine, but not at, I mean, it, it's hard for me now because I just think Katie is far and away um, his favorite. And I think we're seeing signs of that. That's my opinion. I don't know if it's fact, but I just comparing Katie to Gabby, it felt like Katie and Zach's connection was so much better. And it also just feels like Zach enjoys his time around her more. Now, I do want to fast forward, though and highlight Gabby's evening portion of the date uh, with her family, which is an incredibly sweet family. Uh, they really so showed sweet. up well. And her dad, her Adorable. dad needs to be like put on that, um, on the Mount Rushmore of parents who have came on this show and not in the like Peter's mom kind of way where they kind of like mm -hmm. become a story, just like how he handled that moment. Um. He doesn't so get a lot cute. of time with his daughter alone. I know how that works, right? He doesn't have like hours to spend with her and he's he's not going to get a lot of time with her after she leaves. But his little insight and his genuineness and care for her in that moment and the wisdom that he he like laid out on her and the confidence he gave her to continue this journey uh and was just special to me. It was really cool. Yeah, he was an adorable man. One of the most supportive parents we've ever seen. Yeah. A lot of the times they, you feel like you're, they're giving like fake harsh criticism mm -hmm. towards the bachelor. It's like you're, you knew what the kid was signing up for when they signed up for it. You may have already had this talk, but this was just supportive and so sweet. And the way that he loves his, his wife so much, mm. that's what sticks out to me about the conversation. Yeah. He was like, I'll always remember seeing your, your, your beautiful mother walk into the cafeteria and I knew it was her that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. She was just so interesting. So it was sweet. so adorable. I love that. Yeah. She definitely has um, a great set of parents to look up to for this. And um, as I always find it to be interesting with the divorce rate being as it is, <clears throat> even though it's getting better for our generation, uh, I always find that there are more parents who are together during top four week than apart. And in this case, we had three married sets of parents. That's interesting. I never thought about mm -hmm. that. 
What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you just need to get something off your chest, whether it's work, family, relationships, we all carry around different stressors all day, big and small. When we bottle up those stressors, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's been weighing you down. Therapy's always been a benefit in my life. It's something that uh, my wife and I do as a couple. It's also something I do personally. If nothing else, it's a great place to just release whatever is going on internally. It's a place where you can feel less alone. Therapy allows you to be the best version of yourself, which obviously life is short. And so the more we can be the better versions of ourselves, the better this whole thing is for us and the people around us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. 
It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health famous. The final piece here I'd like to add is, you know, the date goes great. Like there's nothing that stands out to me from this hometown other than the support of Gabby's parents and the family and um, how comfortable it felt. Mm -hmm. And how much her sister looks like a twin. Yeah, that was true. I couldn't tell them a difference when they sat on the couch. There were times. Yeah. What kind of shocked me, I didn't expect it, was Gabby's emotion as Zach was leaving. It felt as if... It, and I will say this, out of the the final four at this point, she definitely seems to me like the one that is most... Dependent on it happening. Dependent, but also like into it. Like, she, I think she really loves Zach. And it felt like she was almost scared that it was going to end and she didn't know what it would do to her if it did. I didn't see that from her. I didn't expect it from her until it happened. And then I said, this is now making more sense on why they're where they're at, but she really cares about them. Mm-hmm. I... You don't agree? No, 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 I do. I don't think I'm as a, as surprised, though, by okay. that. Because I, I remember I told you that I thought, like, Gabby was going to be, like, top two a couple weeks ago. You did. This is definitely the top three that I've expect... Uh, yeah, it's definitely top three I've expected for a couple weeks now. It, it, it is, but did you expect Gabby to show the emotion she did? Now, outside of if you thought she was going to be there then or not, did you expect this type of emotion where she's saying like, I forget her exact words, but pretty much saying like, please don't go. Like, I won't see you again for a week. Like that's, those are big comments. If you're missing somebody, you know, after a week of them being away, like you really care about this person. I don't think this is what it is, but I'm just going to put it out there. Do you think it's insecurity or love? I think it's love. I did not get any sense of insecurity out of this. Okay. All right, well, I don't feel like I have anything more to say because I, 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 I feel like she's been there. I feel like they've both been there together for a while. Okay. Well, then we have Ariel's date. It's in New York City. Um, to preface oh, this... Oh, wait, I do want to say one more thing. I'm so annoying. When I left that, 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 date, that date, though, with his reassurance of her, I was like, she's definitely sticking around. There was like not a doubt in my mind that, mm. it would be, that Gabby would be safe. Do you agree with me? No. Like, she didn't... No. For me, it was like, okay, Katie and Gabby, 1,000% staying at the end of this episode. And then I said, it's between Charity and Ariel. Wasn't sure. Actually, I was calling Ariel to be eliminated at the end of this. More more for the tension between the brother and I think the more of like a cultural, I don't want to say shock, but difference that I think that that living with her would be than living with anyone else. Fair. No, I think you say things in the moment when somebody is pouring their heart out to you on the show um, that you don't exactly know always what you're saying. You're trying to reassure, but you're not looking at the consequences. Um, yeah. I, right? I can attest to that. That might happen. That he might, might be happening again. He might mean what he's saying, 
right? He might mean what mm -hmm. he's saying. I can speak to this pretty confidently. He might be confident in what he's feeling, but you might c communicate something not thinking of the consequences that are going to have to happen within days or weeks or hours. And so, no, I don't look into him saying, hey, this is, this is all good or, you know, we have a, we're going to make this work. You just say things thinking it's going to happen. And then all of a sudden, what do you know? You go on three other hometown dates and they're all incredible and your heart explodes. And now you're looking at Gabby going, I'm sorry, like you're going home. And I know I said this, but yeah, um, it's this is weird. And I just misspoke. And that's tough. Well, I, I'm not giving them an out there. I just think it could happen. Yeah, I particularly found this interesting because she said, but I'm the first hometown who yeah. knows what's going to happen from here. And we never hear them say that. We normally, it's like vague as to how, what would the order in which the dates, the hometown dates were, were taped. Yeah. And I'm thinking that because that moment was so important that they kept hers as first so they could kept, keep that scene in there and I, like maybe put a little like doubt into all of our minds. Yeah. It's interesting that she even knew she was the first hometown. Typically, the contestants don't even know, and the bachelor don't even know. Is asked oh, really? not to share like the order. Ew. Yeah. Well, then never mind. My theory goes bust. Yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do? Um. All right. So Ariel's hometown date. It's in New York City. Here's my thing with Ariel. Even though I thought Gabby would be going home this week, because I th here's the difference. I think Ariel and Zach's uh, connection feels almost to me non-existent at this point <laughs> compared to others. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Um, I just think Zach's into Ariel ah, a lot. I think you might be right. Okay, I think she's so much different than anyone that he's ever dated before. Yeah. So he's into that. Two, she's like elusive and mysterious. So he's into that. And I and I think she almost keeps him chasing after her a little bit. That, like with that mystery, mean. you know, that mystery. Yeah. yeah. I, so I think he's into it now. So I'm not surprised that she's still here. Uh, I just have yet to see her fully reciprocate the emotion that maybe a Gabby was expressing um, or even a charity was expressing, especially Katie. I mean, I think Katie and Zach to me are like, if this doesn't end up with those two together, I'm a shocker of the year uh, for me. Yeah. But I, I just don't think she's expressing like the, she's not, going after him as mm -hmm. much as some of the others, which could just be something he enjoys also. But her family is tough. Their date in New York City is a great day in New York City. There's not a lot to get into there. They have a I love a great, all the food. Yeah. All the food tasting is fantastic. It's very nice. Uh her family is tough. And I could relate with this. Jessica's family is hundred percent Italian. Oh, okay. See, I thought you were going to say it reminded you of JoJo's brother because I don't know that I've seen a brother that tough since JoJo's brother. There's a couple of memorable brothers. Um, let's see. Desiree also had a really memorable brother who couldn't stand The Bachelor and all that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I could relate with JoJo's brothers there too. And, and I saw a lot of that in there. And I, I definitely could relate with Zach sitting in a moment where you can't really answer any questions fully because you would have to give so much away, yet you're being mm -hmm. put on the spot. Mm -hmm. um, but Jessica's family is very protective. Uh, and so they're 100% Italian. And they, you know, if you know Italians, they love their family a lot. They care for their family a lot. And so 
entering into that family for the first time, there was almost like um, a barrage of like questions that I was asked and had to answer and had to um, not commit to anything, but definitely have to hold my own. And, and I felt like that there. Now, that's probably where mm -hmm. I went to because that's the you know most important and last relationship in my life. Now, mm -hmm. JoJo's brothers, they were tough. Uh, they were tough and they were asking me not similar questions to what Ariel's brother asked, but they were asking me questions about my intentions. They were asking me questions about where this is going to go and who's left. And they were asking me why I thought any of this could work. Now, I feel like the joke's on them a little bit now because their sister went off to do the show herself and find love <laughs> and get married. So all those mm -hmm. questions were answered and they seemed fine with it then, which yeah. is, you know, is cool. But I, I feel for Zach here. I get a protective older brother. I don't think he did anything wrong. I think this would be a weird thing for, for an older brother to be sitting in. However, asking them the questions that he, he asked Zach, it felt like he was trying to set Zach up for failure. Now, yeah. I will say this, and Ashley, that I'm, well, I want to hear your opinion on this. I think you can fall in love without knowing somebody's middle name and birthday. 1,000%. I think it's very easy to fall in love with who the person is and who they are to you and who you are to them and what experiences you share together and how much you enjoy them. I think I fell in love with Jessica before I knew her middle name and her birthday. I think I fell yeah. in love with Jessica on the first time we had our first date. And I looked across the table and I said, uh-oh, this could be something. <laughs> and that's the first time I saw her in person. So I didn't know those things about her. Mm -hmm. Ditto. Yeah. I, I don't think that knowing somebody's birthday is going to... He, what I get what he's trying to get at. He's probably, he's trying to say like you need to know their little details in order to know like if you love them. But that was a bad example because like that detail really means nothing. Really I means probably nothing. asked Jared what his birthday was pretty pretty close up so that I could be like, "What's your zodiac sign?" so I can see if it's compatible with mine. Like I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you can fall in love with people without knowing those little facts about them. So yeah. I think it was a bad example, but I also think I know what he was getting at. I do think it was straight up rude when he said to Zach, um he said to Zach, he goes, "So, I know why you want to be with my sister, but why should my sister want to be with you? Like what are you bringing to the table?" And Zach hesitated. He didn't know how to like describe, you know, his best qualities, which I think a lot of people are kind of like, oh man, it's like, it's like a humbling thing. You know, like you don't normally self-describe, right? How we hate self-describing. We don't want to like talk about our best qualities because it seems in our hearts like bragging. However, I, it's an important question for the brother to ask, but it was so rude when he said, um, good answer when he was hesitating he has a good answer i think he was trying to be very tough yeah he was just like putting on like a it was do you think the producers were like yo you, you you're a tough brother lean into it <laughs> yeah i think he was definitely fired up for this moment and he felt he he went into <laughs> it like knowing his role um yeah. i i'm with you I, he asked zach that question it's not a bad question i'm not mad at that question that's a good question yeah. why should my sister want to be with you that's a fair question. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think Zach answered it well, but I also think it's, it is. It's a very hard question to answer. I don't know how I'd answer it myself because yes, you either feel like you're bragging or you feel like you're underselling yourself or possibly you feel like you're saying things just to say them, which is inauthentic. There's really no good way to respond to that, you know, yeah. other than just sitting there for a moment and being like, it's a great question. 
Um, so I get Zach's position. I, I don't think he did. Yeah. But I do think he, Zach could have sold himself a little harder. Like, I right. Just, He's like, I have a good heart. I have a big heart. Like, that's like so basic. Yeah. My biggest, my biggest issue is that I have too big a heart. Ugh, it drives me crazy. <laughs> um, but, you know, he could have sold himself a little harder. I also would imagine if we took a step back, Zach was fired up inside. Like he knew what this brother was going after, oh, and he knew this I brother was so like too. was like trying to like diminish him a little bit. Yeah, and I bet Zach was holding. I mean, we've seen Zach confront things this year. Yeah, and I think we know that he doesn't hate confronting difficult situations. And I bet in his heart he was like, "All I want to do is tell this dude to like back off," and I can't mm-hmm. because that would be really bad. I love that you brought that up because I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, we know that Zach can get a little sassy. Yeah. Doesn't hold back. He'll talk right back to you. He'll say things that you were not expecting to say. You were not expecting to hear from somebody that you are just kind of acquaintances with. So he must have been biting his tongue. I know I saw that Zach, that little side of Zach come out a little bit with the dad. Maybe I'm overanalyzing. The dad was super sweet. I really love that man. But there was something that he said, and you could tell Zach was a little bit like, oh, I'm so tired of defending myself in this show right now. Mm. I don't remember exactly what it was. But no, the rest of her family, uh, I think, eased the, the pressures Again, I don't know if there's anybody at fault here. I think there was some moments where, yes, the brother seemed to like dig in a little harder than I would have, but I'm not a brother, so I don't know. Uh, but overall, uh, the family did wrap Zach up. I think Zach left feeling like, hey, I'm okay. I can continue this. If this goes to you know really well at the end, I could see myself in this family. It was all fine. <laughs> What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. (laughs) (laughs) Or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? 
Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care, and you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health slash famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health slash famous. He left there and went to Charity's hometown, which I would argue was the best hometown. Like I did not think she was going home because it felt like one, the most fun, the most natural, the most accepting, the most kind. Uh, It was the one that it felt like Zach was, you know, he was eating and laughing and talking to the family. I really was surprised that Charity went home over Gabby I thought her hometown date solidified her at least being there for another week, even though maybe their connection isn't matching uh, like the Katie's of the world. It felt like this was a natural hometown date. Mm. Yeah. It's so funny that you kept comparing it to Gabby and I kept comparing it to Ariel because I was like, I want to like Ariel. I like this girl's vibe a lot, but I don't know that I see Zach being in New York city, being with her family just didn't seem super easy, but it felt easy for him being at Charity's family to me. It did. It which you're, you're saying that it was as well. 
The family seemed really nice. The brother was like a little brotherly tough love, but like not a lot. Fine. It was like the daytime brings a certain lightness to it. I have to say, I feel like every time we do something a little bit during the daytime, like a picnic style, it feels a little bit lighter. Then Charity takes him to go square dancing. Great. Love that. Um, and you can tell she's a little buzzed at the end of the night when they're making out. She's closing your eyes in the middle of a kiss. She's like, just letting you know I'm falling in love with you. She like, she was definitely a little tips, right? A little yeah, tipsy. Have a good time. Yeah. You gotta love it. I'm yeah. sorry, Charity, if I'm wrong, yeah. but I feel you, girl. Yeah. I, I would be. Um, I, uh, I thought it was a great date. I did think that the daytime did bring about a different feel to it. Um, I think the only reason why, you know, so we're saying pretty much now at this point, Charity, Gabby, and Ariel are all, according to this podcast, up for elimination yeah. this week. Yeah. Um, which I think points to, you know, where we think this is going. But Charity, I don't like Charity or any of these other women for that matter, know the connections that Zach has with any of the other girls. Now they've been kind of separated for a while. Uh, you know, they've, they've lived on in a hotel, probably that none of the other women are there. And, uh, and they have a producer there kind of reinforcing them and reassuring them that this relationship is good. And so they, their, their emotions are getting higher. Their feelings are getting more. They've been away from him for a bit. You know, it, it's interesting to me that Charity went home over Gabby. Yes. Uh, but in the grand scheme of things, is it shocking that Charity went home at all? No, because the next date with Katie, I think points to, to me, just, where the standard is. Like this, yeah, the yeah. standard for this season is the connection that Zach and Katie have or the, the interest that Zach has in Katie. For as critical and as like tough as he's been in some conversations with others, He's never been that way with Katie. No, he's always gentle with her. This date to me set up like a traditional bachelor date where it points us to what could be at the end because it isn't fancy. It's them setting up stuff in their home. And those are always the dates to me, like the less um, fancy, the less glamorous of a date, the more like reality of the date. It's It points to me that the show's trying to make us fall in love with this couple in the real world, like giving us some examples of what they would look like. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what this date was. It was a real world date uh, that was um, was cute in a way, uh, was fun in a way, but it pointed to me like the show knows where this is going at this point. Exactly. How convenient that these two live in the same city and how perfect that she just moved there and they could do getting to know the city things together. They go to the grocery store. He puts together a shelf for her. Very normal. I like it. Um, interesting. Then, like, the family lives there? Like, really? The, how perfect is that? Does her family actually live in Austin? I don't think they got- I don't know. We didn't get clarification. It seems to be an assumption, though. Where are they going, then? Well. They go not- to that house. You think that they, they didn't clarify it because yeah. the parents don't actually live there. The family doesn't actually live there. live there. So then they put them up in a house, you think? Yeah. To make it look like it just is too perfect. Yeah. I think, I don't yeah. think, I don't think they live in Austin. I bet if we watch this season back, we could actually find out yeah. um, where her family's at. I bet she has said it to him before. Yeah. Because they probably, if they did live there, they'd say something like, 
And then my parents, I mean, my family, sorry, there's no, yeah. there's, there's I don't the think they live in Austin. Just lives right down the street. <laughs> but yeah, no. For as, you know, for as up and down as this season's been to us here on the podcast right now, it isn't an upstage to me. This is, you know, also one of my favorite parts of the show when stories get enhanced. Uh, but, you know, we've been critical at times, like we are every season. We've been celebratory at times, like we are every season right now. It feels like this isn't a good rhythm. Uh, for the show and that I'm enjoying each episode and watching them. I really like Katie and I'm really glad that she is here at the end, uh, at least in the final three with Zach. I didn't, uh, you know, after their first one-on-one date at the museum or wherever. We weren't blown away. We weren't blown away. Uh, understanding more about her, her strength, uh, her story, uh, her care for Zach, uh, understanding her family dynamic. It makes me go, I just, I, I think this is good. And I'm glad she's there because I, I think she will, um, she's there for the right reasons. I think, you know, that's a big deal mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's pretty obvious. And so she's making this season, you know, outside of the lead of Zach, she's making this season, you know, an exciting one because I could see this couple working uh, into the real world. And I think they're, transition into the real world will be relatively easier than most being that they live in the same city so much being easier. that according to both of them and seeming like what we've seen um they're both there for the right reasons they're not going to like going to be that couple that moves to la like yeah. they're just going to like do their life in texas do their thing yeah well it, it, it this is a couple i could see work and um credit to katie's mom for being the person that she is to Katie and her family. She seems like she's like a nice lady. And I like the aunt too. Yeah. Yeah. The whole family. I like family the way that the whole was, family. Yeah. yeah they really great. do seem very close. Yeah. And I, and I get why. So great hometown day there. We leave hometowns then, and we get to see Sean Lowe again. Uh, <laughs> Ashley question for you. And again, yeah. I, I love that Sean's on here. Uh, I told, I said this on the podcast, if they called me and said, Ben, you're going to be the mentor for the season. I would say, thank you. I'll do it. And I would love it. Call me, show it to my house, whatever you need. I'm there. Um, do you think this is the last time we see Sean this season? No, okay. he's going to be there on this like a freaking finale or something. He's going to be the one at the end, like welcoming them into to love. <laughs> Move over J- Jesse. You know, I feel like Sean should hand out the final rose, put it on the podium. Yeah, we don't get a it's lot. Very, Sean's a wise man, right? He is. We don't get a lot from him in these conversations. There's not one of these conversations. It's like though. so obvious. He's just like, well, I can't really help you much, but <laughs> yeah. uh, but I love Catherine. That's basically every conversation, <laughs> and it's very evident at this point that they had Sean do this because they really want to put in our heads that Zach is the next Sean. He is the Mr. Right Reasons. And this guy that we've chosen to be the bachelor is going to end up like Sean. He's going to be the only other bachelor who ends up with his final girl forever. I I think if Zach had it his way, he'd be that. I think most bachelors would have dreamed for that to happen. But most bachelors would like that. Yeah, this doesn't happen um, all the time. That's fine too. Life works out. But yeah, I like Sean. Sean's a wise man. He's funny. I just feel he's like funny. we've, Isn't we've he watched funny? He every, like, w- there has not been one conversation he's had with Zach where I'm like, Sean, that, that was good. Like you're helping. Yeah. Like it was, it's just very <laughs> obvious like statements and then he's gone. <clears throat> takes like two minutes and we're out of there. Um, I know. Oh, but well. Sean's so funny because like you can tell 
that he knows it's all kind of silly. Like he doesn't take yeah. the situation too seriously. He's kind of like, oh, look at me. I got really lucky. Can you believe I'm still with the girl that I met on The Bachelor? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at his Twitter. He used to say that. Um, so <laughs> we know how Sean feels. Well, the rose ceremony goes down. Uh, as we mentioned, Charity does go home. Um, a little bit of a tense exit. Um, I don't know, from your perspective, Ashley, is as Zach is trying to explain himself, it does feel like most of the times when you over-explain yourself, you put your foot in your mouth, you end up saying something that's hurtful. Uh, you're saying something that the person that just got broken up with usually feels is disingenuous and it's not authentic to who you are and really the situation. So Charity just kind of stops him and says, no, don't say it. Stop, 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 stop. I'm going home. This hurts. Bye. Um, yeah, but she, I agree. But also she was like nice about it. It's she sort was. Of kind of, she was yeah, fine. She was, she was nice, she was nice it about it. Mean. Yeah. I'm just. No, it's just like, it's okay. I don't need to hear your pleasantries. It's okay. I don't yeah. need to hear your pleasantries. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. saying to somebody, um, I mean, it, you know, it is a little bit of a, a harsh reality when he says, I just can't give you the love you deserve. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. You know, she asked the same question. What does that mean? The love I deserve. Um, I think it's a good question to ask yourself. I don't know what that I means. I never like the deserve thing. You know, yeah. everybody, even when they tell it to me, like you deserve it. It's like, I really find it hard to think that there are people out there that don't deserve love. Yeah, I agree. I, I just haven't had that happen to me the other day. I, I'm going what? on vacation. I'm going to take a few days off and somebody goes, you deserve it. And I was like, yeah. I don't know if I deserve it. Like, I just feel I like know. I said, I'm going to go do it. And like that, you know, I hate that. Eh, I don't, I don't know. I don't it. feel sometimes I feel like deserving of everything, but also not deserving at all. Like when mm. people say that, it makes me be like, uh, you're making me feel like I should be working harder. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> well, um, I don't know. Bachelor headlines is next. Uh, charity is, uh, going home. So it leaves us with Gabby, Katie and Ariel left. Ashley, in order from who you think will be with Zach to who you think will be going home after Fantasy Suites. It's very complicated now, Ben. Very complicated because I'm really torn between when Gabby and Ariel will leave, but but in my head, they're both leaving. So it will be with Katie. He will end up being with Katie. He will end up being with Katie. This is just in my head. I don't know spoilers. Ben and I, I really don't know spoilers anymore. It's great. It helps. Because we are so far removed from the people on the show. I have no clue what's going to happen. I mean, I think I do, but... You think... Well, we have a good guess. Let's talk about the scenes for the next episode, though, because they're juicy. He makes this pact with himself, basically, that he's not going to have sex in any of the fantasy suites, which I think is a very good idea because it keeps everybody on an even playing field. It prevents situations like we saw with Clayton. (laughs) It prevents situations like we saw... With who else? When when else has it gotten sloppy? I don't know. He's like basically every time. <laughs> yeah, probably every time it gets weird. Um, yeah, you know, you end up with somebody at the end of this. It's nice to say I wasn't with anyone else in those fantasy suites. You know, I guarantee it makes things easier. <laughs> thing makes things easier. Okay, so that's what he's going to decide. I think it's great, <laughs> but it seems like he doesn't stick to that because he says the words. I, I have intimate. been intimate with somebody. Here's my theory. And you want to hear my that's theory? That's great. That's great for us to watch. <laughs> Awful. 
awful emotionally for everybody else involved. <laughs> I know. Do you want to hear my theory? Yes, please. Do you think that they're all like voiceovers from previous things? No, I think it's a real no. thing. Okay. I think okay. it's a real thing. Uh, if I remember right from watching it, I see him directly telling Gabby, I think, that he is choosing to not have sex during the fantasy suites. And I bet you she goes first. Yeah, so I don't think um, he has sex with Gabby. Uh, at some point between Ariel and Katie, they are intimate. I don't know with who, and I don't want to assume with who. That's not my place. But I did remember him saying it to Gabby. So well, I think shit, Ben. I could, wanted to assume, but yeah. now I'll be a gross person. <laughs> yeah. And so it happens. It happens, and he has to communicate it to Katie or Ariel. And I think it blows everything up. And I think yeah. he is with somebody at the end, I believe. I believe it's not going to be a pretty finish. And I believe there's going to mm -hmm. have to be some healing and work being done because I think whoever he was intimate with uh, is, is not, not the girl he chooses. Is not the girl he chooses. <gasps> uh, great TV ahead of us. Yeah, that's if my Ben's theory. theory is correct. <laughs> yeah, that's my theory. I have no clue if it's going to play out or not. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So, like, how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What 
advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous, that's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. All right, bachelor headlines. Let's jump into yes, it. Yes, please. Okay. Bachelorette alum Ivan Hall is engaged to girlfriend Taylor. It felt like we were destined to be together. This is according to Us Weekly. Yes. uh, Us Weekly broke the news exclusively where he did an interview. He said, I can truly feel that being engaged feels amazing. He's 31, by the way. It's a mixture of excitement, joy, and anticipation for what the future holds. If you guys remember... Uh, Ivan played a big role on Tasha's season, came in fourth, and now he is engaged to an anesthesiologist. So good for him. My dad's an anesthesiologist. It's a great person to have in the family. Yes, and they're great people. It's a great Their thing. stereotype is the nerd doctor. Well, we'll see if it plays out. Well, Zach <laughs> Shalcross teases no sex in the fantasy suite rule, bites him in the ASS. All right, so we're going to revisit this conversation again. Um, This is an article that was written basically based on what they saw, but let's get some quotes going on here. All right. From what I can say, a lot of things do change going into that week. I thought I could basically... This is, okay, quotes from Zach, obviously. I'm so sorry I didn't say that. I thought I could basically set up like a guideline for myself, a guideline for others to try to hold to, to make it less messy. And it bit us in the ass. And then uh, Jesse Palmer 
was surprised by Zach's decision and teased also in an interview that it may not be realistic if he wants to find the one. Ben, uh, I'm sure you can, you have things to say about that. When Zach told me he was going to do this no sex with any women thing, I was sort of like, you're going to be able to do this. You're going to be tempted. You know, the fantasy suites are there for a reason and sexual compatibility is a really big thing, especially if you're going to get down on one knee and ask someone to marry you. Also, what if the women, what if the women want to have sex with you? <laughs> you're kind of taking that option off the table. That was something that was probably the most shocking moment because in all honesty, part of me, part of me, kind of knew how it was going to end. I guess Jesse knew that the plan wasn't going to go as swimmingly as Zach may have hoped. So Ben, what do you think when, I'm sorry if this is a little bit of a personal question, but mm -hmm. it's been raised a bit, especially when fantasy suites roll around. Um, lots of people argue that people should have sex in those fantasy suites because if you're going to get engaged, you should know your sexual compatibility. What do you think? I think it's up to the individual people, right? I mean, that's it. Every, I mean, it's not my story with Jessica. That's fair, right? We, mm -hmm. I believe, have a very healthy and happy marriage, and we're doing just fine. And I love her a lot. And I think if you asked her, she'd say she loves me most most of the time. Well, no, she loves me all the time. She <laughs> likes me every now and again. I, I, you know, I do think it's up to each couple. I, I kind of wish Jesse as the host here. I don't know if this is the words he shared with Zach. If Zach had communicated this choice to Jesse, I kind of wish Jesse would have just said, I support you in this. That's smart. Mm -hmm. And here's why it's smart. And there is a wisdom to what Zach was trying to do. Now, I don't know if he successfully accomplished his mission, but there's a wisdom in that because ultimately at the end, he is going to get engaged to somebody and you are going to be tempted. Jesse's not wrong. These people are beautiful and you've gone without any type of intimacy for three months. When I'm talking any type of intimacy, I'm talking there's a handler pretty much standing outside you're your bathroom door privacy. as you're sharing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have no privacy. So you're you're all fueled up, right? Um, and so I get, you know, what Jesse's saying is this is going to be a weird, hard moment for you. But I wish he would have also added, but Zach, this is smart. Because ultimately, in two weeks, I believe you're going to be engaged to somebody that you really love and that conversation is going to be really hard to tell her that night, you know, when she asks you maybe about fantasy suites, what happened during that time. And so I respect it. I want to support you in it. How do we help you get there and get through this week without mm -hmm. doing what you don't want to do? Um, yeah. So I think it's up to every individual person. I know there's people who have been leads on this show who have had sex with nobody in the fantasy suites. Mm -hmm. I know there are leads on this show who have had sex with everybody in the fantasy suites. Um, and I know leads of the show where it's gone both ways and the relationships worked afterwards, maybe not forever, but it's worked for a period mm -hmm. of time. So mm -hmm. it is up to each individual person. That's just what I wish. I wish there would have been a little more like, Hey, you can do it, buddy. I get it. You're not doing it because you don't want to. And you're trying to take some like weird stance, you know, that we've had mm -hmm. people take on this show. You're doing it because mm -hmm. you believe that wisdom comes from making maybe the, the more prudent choice here, um, yeah. for a bit. Well, yeah. Bachelorette Rachel says she's doing well after undergoing breast reduction surgery. Yes. So it was right around her birthday. She had a breast reduction. She said, I'm doing well. Thank you so much. She's replying to fans on um, Instagram. She said that she's doing better than she thought she would. And she posted the video to TikTok 
She showed her hair getting braided by her roommate, Jen, Genevieve, and she was preparing to have the surgery the next day. The music was signed, sealed, and delivered. She goes, the night before, getting my hair braided by Jen, and I don't have, um, so that I don't have a rat's nest, basically. Tomorrow morning, it's my last day with boobs. (laughs) Want to see a nipple? She's joking. Um, And then she was off to surgery. She kind of showed the situation a little bit in the mirror. Black sweatpants, matching black hoodie. Um, you know, she's has having a good re- recovery from it. So good for her. I'm glad that she's doing what's going to make her feel best in her body. Yeah. I'm glad she's healing well. Well, final headline, Serene Russell and Brandon Jones share stunning engagement photos and Bachelor Nation reacts. Ooh, yeah. Bachelor Nation is loving these pictures, showing off Serene's Neil Lane ring, lots of kissies in this photo shoot. Uh, and Danielle Maltby writes under underneath it. Oh my God, y'all, these are breathtaking. Genevieve says, "Cuties, you melt my heart." And Jill Chen says, "Most beautiful couple inside and out." The two of them are currently living in San Diego together after getting engaged about eight months ago. Well, that's all the headlines we have for you today. And tomorrow we'll be back with another episode recapping Women Tell All. And we will have Jess, you know, Jess, who was eliminated a couple of weeks ago because because she didn't have a one on one in that whole argument. We're going to be getting all the scoop from her about Women Tell All and about how all that went down in real life, that that breakup with her and Zach. So stay tuned for that tomorrow. With that, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye, guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, And how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety... They also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. What keeps baby's skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, Free and gentle, cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. 
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.